0: Welcome to Bloom, formerly I Got Something to Say, where you join me, Marnia, as I work to find my voice. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Bloom. Yes, I know it was previously I got something to say, but this podcast, like myself, has changed, which I hope I will explain well throughout the rest of this episode. For those who listened to the first episode over a year ago, and those in my close circle who supported me in making this podcast, I'm sure you're all asking the same thing. I thought she said she was going to be consistent. Well, that's just the thing. I have never been consistent with any project at any point in my life. I am the president, treasurer, and secretary of passionately thrusting myself into a new project only to let the flame die and toss it to the side. But I am a work in progress, as we all are. But truthfully, my hiatus has been due to something much deeper, and that's fear. I wrote the entirety of the second episode not long after the first. I recorded it, and just as I prepared to hit post, I was overcome with fear. So much so that I started to shake and I started to cry. The topic I was writing about is still to this day a very sore subject, and one I am sure all involved would like to forget about. I feared being shunned. I feared being loathed. And more importantly, I feared being told that I had made it all up. Even as I was writing this script, I began to tremble just thinking about the situation. So we will leave that topic for another day, perhaps when I have truly healed from it and feel safe enough to share. So thank you for your patience. For today, I'd rather talk about the fear of something else. Something even the most adventurous and laid-back of souls must contend with, and that is the fear of change. I put off posting another episode because I felt like a failure for changing the subject matter and even the title of this podcast. I had everything planned out perfectly, and I let it go. But I'm grateful I did. No one deserves to stay in one place forever, especially if it no longer brings them fulfillment. Deep inside, I knew that those still willing to listen and accept my lateness would appreciate it nonetheless. Change is inevitable. Much like uncertainty, death, and taxes, it is something we can never escape. And if you're like me, and the bleakness of that sparks a desire for rebellion, Like an anti-hero in a comic, you may try to delay or even permanently stop the inevitable. But it's a fruitless endeavor, so why don't we try to work with it instead? This feat will require complete surrender. Accepting change forces you to put away all the fight and simply flow. And it can be hard to flow with the river of life when you're so used to drowning. Over the past few months, a lot has changed for me. My former partner and I ended our relationship. I moved home, I moved elsewhere, I got a new job. My body went through a change of its own. The acne on my skin flared up, my hair is now touching my shoulders and my hips. Well, they're a teensy bit wider than before, but I am certainly not complaining about that. These changes were not forced. They were all inevitable especially the ending of the relationship. I had felt it coming for months. Neither of us were truly happy or fulfilled and as difficult as it was and still is, we made the mutual decision to let go. And the months since the breakup, I cannot say everything has been perfect or that I am happier because in many ways I'm not. My first partner was my first love. He was the first person who made me feel completely safe in his presence, something I had not experienced since before the passing of my grandmother. He listened to all of my many rants about literally everything with the patience of a saint. He heard me, he saw me, I heard him, I saw him, and we supported and loved each other very much. But even in the best of relationships, there are blemishes. And as we continued, we realized we were doing something we had always promised not to do. We were holding each other back. He wanted to move forward and on, and I wanted to stay because I was comfortable and felt safe. I wanted more and he was content with what we had. Neither of us were truly happy, even if we didn't wish to admit it. I'm not sure if he's happy now, since we haven't spoken in a long time, but I hope he is. The most beautiful thing to come from the ending of our relationship was the new beginning we found with ourselves. Looking back, it was the first moment, maybe in my entire life up to that point, that I had chosen myself. After fighting to be picked by everyone around me, it was like a warm hug to finally say, Hey, I've got you. I'm right here. I began to see myself in a different light. No longer was I a helpless victim to life, but a warrior who could take control and make life her own. I felt empowered. I finally decided upon the career I wanted to pursue and was accepted into a program to help me get there. I got a new job. I moved out of my family home. Finally, it felt like everything was on track. But, as the topic of this episode implies, nothing stays the same forever. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Bloom. Yes, I know it was previously I got something to say, but this podcast, like myself, has changed, which I hope I will explain well throughout the rest of this episode. For those who listened to the first episode over a year ago, and those in my close circle who supported me in making this podcast, I'm sure you're all asking the same thing. I thought she said she was going to be consistent. Well, that's just the thing. I have never been consistent with any project at any point in my life. I am the president, treasurer, and secretary of passionately thrusting myself into a new project only to let the flame die and toss it to the side. But I am a work in progress, as we all are. But truthfully, my hiatus has been due to something much deeper, and that's fear. I wrote the entirety of the second episode not long after the first. I recorded it and just as I prepared to hit post, I was overcome with fear. So much so that I started to shake and I started to cry. The topic I was writing about is still to this day a very sore subject, and one I am sure all involved would like to forget about. I feared being shunned I feared being loathed, and more importantly, I feared being told that I had made it all up. Even as I was writing this script, I began to tremble just thinking about the situation. So, we will leave that topic for another day. Perhaps when I have truly healed from it and feel safe enough to share. So thank you for your patience. For today, I'd rather talk about the fear of something else. Something even the most adventurous and laid back of souls must contend with, and that is the fear of change. I put off posting another episode because I felt like a failure for changing the subject matter and even the title of this podcast. I had everything planned out perfectly, and I let it go. But I'm grateful I did. No one deserves to stay in one place forever, especially if it no longer brings them fulfillment. Deep inside, I knew that those still willing to listen and accept my lateness would appreciate it nonetheless. Change is inevitable. Much like uncertainty, death, and taxes, it is something we can never escape. And if you're like me, and the bleakness of that sparks a desire for rebellion, Like an anti-hero in a comic, you may try to delay or even permanently stop the inevitable. But it's a fruitless endeavor, so why don't we try to work with it instead? This feat will require complete surrender. Accepting change forces you to put away all the fight and simply flow. And it can be hard to flow with the river of life when you're so used to drowning. Over the past few months, a lot has changed for me. My former partner and I ended our relationship. I moved home, I moved elsewhere, I got a new job. My body went through a change of its own. The acne on my skin flared up, my hair is now touching my shoulders and my hips. Well, they're a teensy bit wider than before, but I am certainly not complaining about that. These changes were not forced. They were all inevitable especially the ending of the relationship. I had felt it coming for months. Neither of us were truly happy or fulfilled. And as difficult as it was and still is, we made the mutual decision to let go. And the months since the breakup, I cannot say everything has been perfect or that I am happier because in many ways I'm not. My first partner was my first love. He was the first person who made me feel completely safe in his presence, something I had not experienced since before the passing of my grandmother. He listened to all of my many rants about literally everything with the patience of a saint. He heard me, he saw me, I heard him, I saw him, and we supported and loved each other very much. But even in the best of relationships, there are blemishes. And as we continued, we realized we were doing something we had always promised not to do. We were holding each other back. He wanted to move forward and on, and I wanted to stay because I was comfortable and felt safe. I wanted more, and he was content with what we had. Neither of us were truly happy, even if we didn't wish to admit it. I'm not sure if he's happy now, since we haven't spoken in a long time, but I hope he is. The most beautiful thing to come from the ending of our relationship was the new beginning we found with ourselves. Looking back, it was the first moment, maybe in my entire life up to that point, that I had chosen myself. After fighting to be picked by everyone around me, it was like a warm hug to finally say, Hey, I've got you, I'm right here. I began to see myself in a different light. No longer was I a helpless victim to life, but a warrior who could take control and make life her own. I felt empowered. I finally decided upon the career I wanted to pursue and was accepted to a program to help me get there. I got a new job, I moved out of my family home, Finally, it felt like everything was on track. But, as the topic of this episode implies, nothing stays the same forever.